Hello again, and welcome to Crime in Music. I'm your host, Brian J. Kinsley, and with me as always, my friend Ben Rupel. What's up? Every other week, we'll bring you a new true crime podcast about people in and around the music industry and their misadventures into law-breaking. If you like music history, murder mystery, people with eccentricity, you're in the right place. Uh, right now, share with a friend, tell a relative. We're trying to get people in the great Northeast. If you have friends in Vermont, New Hampshire, Delaware, oh, Delaware, send them your favorite episode. Tell them you have uh, give us a listen. That would be a big help to us. Also, drop us a line. Aren't we always looking for people in the Northeast? Pretty much we are always looking for people in the Northeast. I mean, uh, I don't know if they're just out chopping trees or tapping maples for syrup. but Yeah, uh, they're yeah. Like, and they're little sugar shacks up there. Come on, get a Bluetooth audio speaker and play the, mu- and play the crime and music. Drop us a line from your sugar shack. Let us know how you're doing. Our email is feedback at crimeandmusic.com or find us on all the social medias at crimeandmusic. My favorite is SpeakPipe. Go to our website... Drop us a speak pipe. You can leave your name. You don't have to leave your name, but you can if you want to. And uh, actually, you know what? I have examples of speak pipes at the end of the show. So tune in there to hear what uh, listeners like you say to us. uh, We've been getting some pretty good ones lately. I mean, (laughs) like, like, I'm still not sure that Brian's telling the truth, that these are just real listeners out there in the world. I feel like he's getting these people out, his like friends and his you know, his cousin are making some little goofy. Nope. These are real people. I've been told. These are people, man. These right. are just people. I I am I'm good, but I'm not that good. I'll tell you that much. Just just random uh, people playing songs, reading poetry. Remember the saxophone guy back in the day? I was going to say, the sexy sax man. If you're still out there, buddy, yeah. give us uh, another sax song, you know, where people could use it. Yeah, so. we need as much sax in this world as possible. Speaking of sex, how you doing? How's everything? Good, good. It's uh, starting to, the, well, the weather's turning nicely. The weather affects me. It affects me. Not always negatively, not always. It just, it changes my mood. You know, the very, the many s- seasons of Ben. And now we're getting a spring nicer. Spring in the air. Yeah, nicer spring. We got the, a lot of baseball goes on here in my house. A lot of kids playing the, the good old American pastime baseball. Good stuff. Every Great night. And, and it's every single night. You got a couple boys playing baseball. It's every night, which is good, which is fun. It's something to do. Whacking balls around, huh? The amazing ball whacker guys. <laughs> right on. Well, you know what we're talking about this week? We're going to talk about not listening, physics, and the Germans. Uh, what? I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't hear you. I wasn't listening. Oh, yeah, I just well, that's dropped. one of them. I just I just dropped a jar of sauerkraut on my foot. Oh, don't <laughs> anger the Germans. You don't want the Germans mad at you. <laughs> Listen, I am German. I feel like people are always mad at me. Ooh, the Germans are mad at me. I'm so scared. Ooh, the Germans. Oh, oh, the stop Germans it. are coming to get stop me. Oh, don't let the Germans come after Please me. Please stop the pretending oh, you're the scared. Germans are coming stop after it. Me. No, they're so big and strong. Stop it, Stop it. Are you scared of Germans? You are a German. Mr. You may had to bring Mr. Burns, Mr. Burns into this, huh? <laughs> well, anytime there's Germans involved, that's the clip that goes off in my head. It's, uh, oh, the Germans. We're not scared of the Germans. Uh, I'm not scared of the Germans either. Do you know a lot of Germans? Oh, I mean, 
I know some history. <laughs> you know, I'm, I know, I know, I don't know that I have any guesses yet, but I need, a, I need a hint. Okay, well, we'll give you some hints, right, for Guess the Guest. Okay, we are here at Guess the Guest now. I've told you a couple things. I told you about uh, not listening, and then there's going to be some physics involved, and uh, the Germans. Oh, the Germans. Okay. So, uh, my uh, first official hint for you is, you ever heard of the city of Duisburg, Germany? Yeah, I think I've Duisburg. heard. I think I've heard of it. I've heard of that. Okay. All right. Are you familiar with what an electronic dance music festival and or techno parade is? Well, I mean, they're pretty popular. I think everybody does, right? <laughs> right on. Uh, this particular uh, event was once called "quote the greatest amateur circus on earth." That's my German. Eva. Uh, so am I correct in assuming this is not a person, it's an event? It is a event. It okay. is not a person. Okay. All right. You're well, correct. You're correct. Okay. Do I get any more hints? <laughs> no, uh, I don't really think you're going to get this one, man. I wish I could tell you that you were. It's, but, it's uh, not that is... big It's not that big techno um, thing they do in Detroit every year, is it? I mean, there's a pretty big one that's in Detroit. When I say big, I well, mean there's, one of the biggest ones. Yeah, there's techno parades all over, and this there might be an offshoot. I I believe I did see part of the international thing was Detroit. So yeah, if you're really up on it, yes, I guess that would be a thing that they've done in Detroit as part of an international extension. You know the best part about techno music? I do not. Is actually the music. It's, I like it. I, I don't want to hang out with those people. I don't want to be going to any of their functions. I don't want to have to five seconds try to be the. I don't know. You know, I don't know. What's your answer? I don't. That's right. I don't. I don't want to make the music. I don't. I. The best oh, part about techno music is the actual music. Well, you'll love some of the actual music we're going to talk about today because we are talking about the 2010 Love Parade. Okay, I but hey, I do and I do like our episodes when we have a a topic instead of a person, a a function, I like events too. an event. Yes, yeah, a, some, I like it's, events a, it's too. a little different. It's a nice, it's a nice um change. This is the in and around the music industry. So okay, yeah, it's part we're yep. doing. All right. So, all right, kicking off here, we are talking again about the 2010 Love Parade. The Love Parade is a popular electronic dance music festival and techno parade that originated in 1989 in West Berlin, Germany. Germany. It was founded by Matthias Rauning and Danielle de Picato. Pic- Picotto, Picotto, P I C C I O T T O, Picotto. Not, not gonna Picato, work here Picato. anymore, anyways. Nah, yeah, I'm afraid not. They called him like Doctor Motto, anyway. But anyway, uh, yeah. So basically, uh, it was held annually in Germany from 1989 to 2003, and then in 2006, and then again in 2007 to 2010. They got a good run going then. So they didn't do it every year. They tried to, but. Uh, here, I, I'll tell you here in a minute what happens, but the, what is, is they lose some funding and then the actual government changes some rules on them. 
this is basically the same thing as our podcast, Brian. Sometimes we we don't get we don't get that you know episode out every other Wednesday, and that's because of <laughs> that's government true. government rules and funding. It always always comes down yeah. to the government and the funding. Yeah, I'm telling you. Okay. All right. Well, the government wasn't funding this one. It was started uh, by the Berlin Underground at the initiative of Matthias Reining. Like I were telling you, they're calling him Dr. Mott. Uh, M-O-T-T-E, Motte is, is German, but uh, and his then-girlfriend, Danielle de Picotto. Uh, and this was conceived as a political demonstration for peace and international understanding through love and music. Okay, that's nice. It was supposed to be a really big birthday party for uh, Dr. Moto there, uh, and it even had a motto, Fried, Fried, Erklüchen, which in English means peace, joy, and pancakes. Hey, if the Soda Pop Music Festival, it got to talk about Soda Pop. The Germans talk about pancakes. Talk about pancakes. Maybe maybe we can get some of our Northeastern listeners to hook us up with some of that syrup for these pancakes. See, it all comes around, Brian. Dude, that would be awesome to get some Northeast syrup. I'm down with that. All right. So, yep. Yes, people. Listen to Ben. Uh, well, okay, they didn't have syrup, but what they did have is uh, symbols for these peace, joy, and pancakes. The uh, disarmament was the peace and the music was the joy and uh, a fair food production and distribution that was supposed to be the pancake thing. So that was their whole thing of this Fred Fred Urkruckschen. Okay. I don't get the pancake part. I like pancakes. I don't get it. I like pancakes. Yeah. They're good. Uh, the parade was held uh, on Berlin Kurfürstendamm until 1996. Now, that's colloquial called Kudam. And it's one of the most famous avenues or streets in Berlin. It's a 2.2-mile-long street that takes its name from the former Kursforsten, the prince electors of Brandenburg. Brandenburg. Um, it can be considered the Champs-Élysées of Berlin, and it's lined with shops and houses and hotels and restaurants. Okay. Well, has anybody noticed that so far out of all the dialects that Brian's tried to speak in that German may be its worst. <laughs> wow. Thanks, man. <laughs> no. You're not wrong, but uh, thanks, man. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying all your other ones were so good. They were they were I'm trying spot to, on. <laughs> trying to harness my inner Hasselhoff. Dude, they have they have symbols in their alphabet that we've only started to imagine. I mean, I'm staring at it. Wait till I get to this right here. It looks like a racetrack. I mean, I don't know what letter it's supposed to be. Yeah. But uh, because of overcrowding uh, on the street, the festival moved to Straub de 17 Juni in Grober Tiergarten Park in the center of Berlin. Okay. Now, one is a is an area, the Straub des Juni. Uh, it's something they I don't remember what it was, but something about June 17th. But it wasn't about the date. That's also part of the name. It's like Washington Monument, October first. You're like, oh, okay. Okay. And so, and then the Grow Beer Tear Garden is a uh, tear garden. I think it's just like a park, like a city park. So basically, they had this parade kicking around uh, the center of Berlin. Man, it was like a big thing. So this festival became. So the parade, though. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. Now you said parade. You mean literally? They are walking up and down the street. It's not just a yeah. techno music dance party that's being held in a park. They're they're no no they're they're walking around. 
like yeah, they're hoofing flags it. Flags and music and all right, oot, okay. Oot, 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 oot. You ever seen Techno Viking? Boo! Sorry, Michelle. Kind of like that. Boo! Okay. So, as we were talking about, the festival became centered around. Um, God damn it! Every time. <laughs> now you're. Now you're so you're so sent you know you know you're saying it so bad and you know it. S i e g e s s a with umlauts u l e. Can we get a trans? Can we get a transcript of this, please? We need a transcript oh of this. So all of our- oh, did you know I was doing some research that um two percent of our podcast listeners actually read the podcast. So now we do have transcripts available for anyone who wants to read the podcast. Who's who's typing this crap? <laughs> That's a joke, dude. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh so Schlau is in the middle of the park and it's a golden angel atop of a big column, and that's become the parade's emblem. So this Schlue is 27 feet high. It's a victory column. It weighs 35 tons, and it was designed by Frederick Drake. I think I've seen. I think I can picture that thing in my ma- in my in my in my med in my hind. Yes, in my mind head. Yes. Yeah. The old Berliners they gave the statue the nickname. You might know it as uh, the Godlis. Uh, Godlis. It means something like Golden Lizzie. I guess like the take off the tin Lizzie. Okay. Golden Lizzie? There you go. 1945, during the Battle of Berlin, Soviet troops nicknamed the column the Tall Woman. The Tall Woman. Nope, those are French people. Uh, Russians. The the, the Russians named it that? Yeah. And so uh, many people from Germany and abroad traveled to Berlin to take part in the love parade around the Tall Woman. Who was the broad? Uh, over, uh, uh, the, she was the angel on top of the column. Oh, you I'm said just, many just, people from Germany just... traveled and abroad. Oh, and abroad. That's my bad. Yeah, just it's the bad one. joke. Sorry. Go ahead. Nice. We took the rim shot out to make room on the soundboard. I don't know what to do now. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I got my own soundboard here. Yeah, you do. It's like watching Police Academy. It's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, so, oh, much like Police Academy, over a million people went and saw the Love Parade. They attended uh, the years 97 through 2000. Uh, those are million-year-plus uh, years. And then uh, 800,000 people showed up in 2001. Attendance for the 2001 festival was significantly lower because the date of the parade was changed uh, with a little bit, like, no notice. They're like, we're not having it today. It's tomorrow. Maybe. I don't know. I've been part of, I've been part of uh, events where <laughs> we just willy-nilly change stuff at the last minute. People get so mad. I don't know why. Like they had to get hotels, Taking days and, off. <laughs> and yeah. Take time off of work and get babysitters Booking and stuff. Yeah, they got all their, and then just they get there and oh, maybe tomorrow. See you then. No <laughs> refunds. <laughs> well, two thousand two and two thousand three also saw lower figures of attendance. Uh, in two thousand four and five, the parade was canceled completely because of quote funding difficulties. Uh, they apparently couldn't find someone to pay for their drug party. <laughs> <laughs> have fun at your drug party so the parade uh had garnered opposition because of the damage to the tear gardens by attendees who were provided with insufficient toilet facilities wink wink ew ew 
Exactly. Hey. <laughs> right. Well, that's that's one of your things, right? You always uh, bark at that tenant like you got to have enough toilets when you're having festivals. Absolutely. You have for Absolutely. The, the couple of things I've been involved in. I mean, your first your first thing you start getting lined up are the shitters. You, I mean, nobody's having fun if they don't got a place to, you know, and you want to make sure there's enough and you can even label some for the, for women because dudes are, they, they just, you know, stand and spray. You want oh, yeah. Where the girls just... can go down. You know, if you really want to get fancy, get some tap lights in there. Wow. You're high budget. Oh yeah. You want to make sure everybody's happy when they're taking a, I suppose that's true. You know, going deuce. <laughs> Well, along with the uh, people going deuce out in the tier gardens, opponents of the parade complicated matters by booking their own events in Berlin to exclude the parade from being able to register with the city police. So they were like, man, we're tired of this parade. People shitting all over the parks. We're going to do our own thing, and then that way they can't get the permits, and it'll be good. What? What? Yeah, man. People oh. were against it. All right. So 2004... A scaled-down version of the parade takes place. It's like a mini-protest was kind of more what it was. And it was uh, promoted with the title Love Weekend. So it's like, it's not a parade, it's just the weekend. Okay. Well, now it's stop walking through the streets. They're just going to stay there and hang out. Well, in 2004, yes. But don't give up hope yet. Dozens of clubs promoted the long weekend event over the city. Various clubs stayed open for three days straight without closing. 2006, the parade makes a comeback with the help of German exercise studio McFit. Is is that like the McDonald's open up an exercise place? It's right next door to all of them. It's like really easy marketing. So Yeah, they can just use the same <laughs> sign for both places. Go get your McDonald's, go into your McFit. Your mix set, life's good. Yep, yeah, and that's where that's actually how um, Mick, uh, Mick, Mickey Mouse was born. I think that's where he came from. Same so set. Go to the Mick Iggy. Yep, the Mick, Mickey Mouse. I Another see. terrible joke. <laughs> we really shouldn't have got rid of that uh, rim shot. I, yeah, it gave people the cue to laugh. How else would they know? Yeah, I know. It's like um, the canned laughter in a good old-fashioned sitcom. <laughs> oh, I that, see our sitcom episode. That must be funny because all those dead people from the 40s or 50s are laughing. You ever think about that, Brian? <sighs> when you hear canned all laughter. All those people are dead? They're all dead. They're all dead. They're gone. I mean, that canned laughter was made so long ago. Those old Equi studios. That you're just listening to dead people laughing. Just speaking of dead people, did you see my uh, Star Wars post? How how could the Ewoks have a dress that fit Princess Leia unless they cooked and ate a woman about her size? Oh, oh, uh, you. There's a lot of little things with. I mean, you make enough movies like Star Wars, you're gonna be able to <laughs> like, really tear, like, tear them apart. But um, they were gonna eat those people. They're gonna eat Han Solo and Chewbacca. They were gonna eat them until C-3PO and Princess Leia yeah. said something. Oh that yeah, was the whole thing with the Ewoks. Th- they, I mean, yes, and. Dude. And they had a dress. She didn't have that dress, like, in her backpack, in her little rucksack. No. No. They killed some poor lady creature her size and then kept her dress for some creepy reason. Or, no, I was going to say, maybe they could have made it. They could have made that. But judging from their own apparel, they didn't make it. I don't think so. Nope. I don't think so. Enough animal skin on it. 
People wearing animal skin were ready to go because the Love Parade 2007 was back for July 7th in Berlin. Here we go. Okay. 2007. <sighs> Correct. Love Parade, Berlin. Now, the Berlin event is canceled in February because the Senate of Berlin did not issue the necessary permits at the time. The Senate of Berlin. That's what it says. All right. After negotiations with uh, several German cities on July 21st, it's announced that the parade would move to the Ruhr area for the next five years, also referring to as Ruhr area, Ruhr district, Ruhr region, or Ruhr valley. How's Ruhr? It's polycentric. How's Ruhr spelled? Ruhr. <laughs> uh, Ruhr. It sounds like a noise a little Ruhr. kid makes when they're playing with a toy truck. Well, I'm sure there's trucks there, but this is an urban area in North Rhine-Westphalia, Germany, and um, that's where they moved the. They got it there for five years now. Okay, so there we go. Ruhr is the largest urban area in Germany. It consists of several large cities bordered by rivers, Ruhr to the south, Rhine to the west, and Leap to the north. In the southwest, it borders the Burgesses land. Stay away from the Burgess. Stay off the Burgesses lawn. I knew somebody it's named also Burgess considered... back in the day. Burgess. That's a, oh, yeah? that's a German name. Burgesses. This is as an E-S on the end of it. Bur- E-S-E-S? Yeah, need... Burgesses? C-H-E-S, Burchesses. Oh, ah, ah. Burchesses. All right. I didn't know that. That's what it looks like. I didn't know that. Well, it's all right. Um, Let's see here. This Ruhr Valley is considered part of the large Rhine-Ruhr metropolitan region with more than 10 million people, which is amongst the largest in Europe. Uh, The first... Event took place in Essen on August 25th. The parade in Essen saw 1.2 million visitors. They're back, baby, in comparison to the half million who attended in 2006 parade in Berlin. So uh, July 19, 2008, the festival takes place in Dortmund on the Brunstab 1 under the motto Highway of Love. This event was planned as the Love Weekend before with parties throughout the region, but uh, they turned into Highway of Love. For the first time, the Turkish electronic scene was uh, represented by its own float called Turkish Delights. Hey, if there's one thing the Turks are known for, it's their electronic scene. Turkish Delights on a moonlit night. Hey! The official estimate is that 1.6 million visitors attended, making it the largest parade to date. So they're back, baby. They've got mill and a half people doing their love parade. Like, um, that's the big, like the biggest parade ever, dude. Would it not have to be? I oh, mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what what, do you, what are you thinking? <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Maybe like a. Not a Super Bowl day parade or, you know, a I was a like, what, the wing, the wings win a cup or something? What's, well, what's Detroit got? What, Doesn't have a mill and a half people down there. Well, no, but what if, say, some, one of the, you know, these crazy big soccer football fans, football being the European version of soccer, um, you know, if one of those big teams win, I could see the, say, the Brazil team won. I don't know. Throw a name out there. And they had a big parade I, down I, through the streets of... Brazil, you can see a million people showing up and walking around in that parade. Or maybe are they just speaking the talking about the people in the parade or the people that are watching the parade? I don't know why I'm stuck on this point. 
but it says 1.6 million visitors. Visitors. Attended. Okay, yeah. Why not? Why aren't there 1.6 so million people good. watching the Macy's Day Parade in New York City? <laughs> Sorry, Michelle. You know? Well, they did in 2008, so it's working. Okay. Well, Guinness was there, I guess. So that that's the end of all that. There you go. Right. 2009, they're ready for bigger and better. It's canceled. What out of funding issues again? Well, they won't. Fund. Tends to be what happens to them. You yeah. say you won't fund my drug party. <laughs> Nobody's gonna fund your drug party. Oh, boo! Well, uh, that brings us to 2010. Uh, but uh, first, let's talk about how you set up a love parade or uh, the festival or whatever it is. It's a parade right now. I, damn it! Spoilers. It's gonna be a festival. Just so you know. Okay. The music played at the event was predominantly electronic dance music, so let's talk about that. In this case, it's mainly trance, house, techno, and trance music. Yeah, a lot of ecstasy and repeating beats and little computer noises, and which I, I which I love, which I love, which I love. Sure, sure. Who doesn't? Uh, I'm sorry. You knew what trance music was, though. Trance or trance? No. Trance, S C H R A N Z, trance. No, do you listen to trance music? No, I don't know what that is, and I'm proud to tell you it, I don't know what that is. It is. I'll tell you what it is. I it's can't hard wait. minimalist and fast, between 140 to 160 beats per minute (BPM) style of electronic dance music, which mainly enriched with sounds and machine-like things. So it's very industrial. Well, why is it called trance and not trance? What's the what's the play on words here? I think trance is more like zony, mm-hmm. yeah, repetitive and like. But it's like there's like a soothingness to trance music, whereas this trance music, I feel like it's almost industrial, so it's gonna sound like a like a assembly line, you know? Like like the Roll the Bones album for Rush. Ooh, there you go. Yes. Yes, yeah. more industrial. Yeah, exactly. a little in, more industrial of the of the spectrum of their genre. Uh, I didn't know I did this, but there's a second card on it. Apparently, it's distinguished by repetitive, distorted percussive loops uh, and a mostly monotonous character. And so, there you go. We wouldn't know anything about monotonous character on this show. <laughs> Every other Wednesday. <laughs> Hello again. <laughs> no, I don't know who you're talking about. What are you talking about? Monotonous <clears throat> character. Well, uh, in attempts to break up the monotony, they tried to in- introduce other style of music, such as hip-hop. That was not well-received. Yeah, I don't see that hip-hop mixing with this all that well. I don't know Different what crowd. would mix with, with trance music, but it ain't hip-hop. Well, they tried mixing hardcore and gapper music, and that was just a part of the parade in the early years, but they were later removed. Gapper? Please explain. Gabber, yeah. It's a style of Please. electronic music and has a subgenre in hardcore techno. It's characterized by fast beats and samples. They're really stretching to compartmentalize all the same <laughs> Aren't shit they, though? here. <laughs> Don't they? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got it. Guys. No, it's not. It's not. It's not that. It's not. It's it's actually more like. No, it really isn't. You know, don't get. Oh yeah, yeah. Mixed up with. Dun 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 dun. No, it's, it's completely dun, different. Dun, 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 dun. Listen, you can it's hear the difference. It's completely different. Listen to, you can hear the difference. It's so different every time. What? 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 
<laughs> well, don't worry about uh, the gabber and the hardcore. Those musical genres, they get their own counter demonstration called Fuck Parade. That's an annual summer techno parade in Berlin. Um, that event began in 1997, Fuck Parade did, as a demonstration against the increasing commercialization of culture and public life and the misuse of the rights of assembly by purely commercial ventures. They're like, dude, don't sell out, guys. We're not your sellout parade like Love Parade. We're Fuck Parade. It, the, 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 uh, all right. You're tearing yourself apart from the inside Fuck Parade. I'm just saying. <laughs> You're stronger together. I see what you're saying, too. Don't subdivide so much that you, like, fall apart. That's right. Right. Well, okay. So back to Love Parade. Uh, The parade was seen to be louder, more crowded than most concerts. Um, They have water-cooled sound systems on all these trucks where the floats are on. The parade produced an extremely loud sound floor. Uh, After a 2001 arraignment, the veterinarians at the Berlin Zoo blamed the parade for giving more than half of its animals diarrhea. Chairman Henry Kloss said veterinarians told him the heavy bass was to blame for the disturbing animals. I, I <laughs> really, <laughs> I, I, yeah, hold on one, one second here. I got to take a mental note here. I do not plan a trip to the zoo during a German rave parade. <laughs> yeah. Okay, go ahead. No playing beastie boys loudly. <laughs> Uh, while that have, while at the petting zoo, <laughs> you know there were people at the zoo. No, this is like elephants and llamas, and like it's a zoo. This is Berlin's main zoo, dude. And like, all of a sudden, all the animals or over half the animals are just squirting shits out because of the techno parade. Uh, yeah. That you ever seen? The you know, movie? people were there. Have you ever seen the movie? Uh, sidebar. Um, what is nice. the the the, the the glorious, the six, the ridiculous six. Adam Sandler. It's on net. It's yeah. on Netflix. I've tried. I've tried. I've tried. I've got about twenty minutes in, and then I'm like, uh, Did you get to the scene where the donkey this. poops all over the guy? <laughs> That's what I'm picturing. Don't, please, no. It's just like no. this this fire hose of 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 excrement, um, jetting out the back of a donkey, and the donkey's like smiling while he does it, and it hits this like banker guy or something it's just so dumb i play it over and Dude. over my kids and i find it hilarious it's poop again dick and fart jokes i just i don't know sometimes but not always continue you making yourself a picture of gin and tonics no, there what am it, i hearing it, it's just if anybody hears a little icy in the cup <laughs> you got your i have my so. You like Sinatra? Yeah, I'm exactly like Sinatra. Well, like Sinatra, the parade consisted of sound trucks that uh, featured local or important clubs and their DJs. So they had like all the the hot clubs out there with their stars out there. So DJ Polly D's driving around in the back of a truck, spinning the ones and twos. Um, it had become a rule that only trucks that had sponsors from techno-related fields such as clubs, labels, or stores were allowed. But advertising space was increased after 2006 to offset the high cost of equipping the trucks. And so they sort of allowed more sponsors. It's becoming corporate, man. Fuck Parade's got a, got a thing. It's becoming more corporate. They got to make money to get They got to make money. So they can continue to do the thing that they love that they would like to share with the rest of the world. 
That's true. And uh, going with that theme, the parade was a place where some exhibited and enjoyed other people's exhibitionist tendencies. So much like uh, any other rave, there's people walking around topless, bottomless, just less people walking around. Some attendees enjoyed carrying around toys and other items such as like pacifiers or face masks. Well, I guess now everybody's wearing face masks, but this is 2010. Pacifiers? Well, we'll get into that in a minute. That I believe that's a uh, related to the drug thing. Well, I I would be in. I, I am interested in hearing about this because you know that show. It's always sunny in, in Philadelphia. Yes, there's a episode where a couple of the main characters go to a a techno bar dance club, Nightman. and and they yes. uh, and they end up not going to get into the details of the story. <laughs> But we're halfway here. They they end <laughs> up sorry, Michelle. Jeez. Wearing diapers, like adult diapers, <laughs> baby bonnets, and pacifiers, dancing to techno music, and being played on um public TV. It was a random wow. thing. I mean, they were on drugs or whatever. So he just figured, oh, they're just doing stupid stuff, but maybe there's something to it. That is very close to what happens here in our story coming up. All right. Oh, this is Sounds like fun. No, I'm kidding. That isn't. That is not what happens. That's not what happens. All right. That is not what happens. I wish we got that far in. Well, you uh, said they're, okay. they're, they're, so, they're they got all pass. Their adults are using pacifiers. That's true. I did. All right. Um, Often the crowd was imaginative in terms of clothing or lack thereof and appearance. One famous picture from the parade is people sitting, dancing on street lamps, trees, commercial signs, telephone booths, which gave the event the nickname "quote." The greatest amateur circus on earth. <laughs> Again, Brian's Brian's uh, pronunciation of German words. I'm going to give it a 3 out of 10. But your German accent, that's a 12. The demonstration concluded with the so-called Aschklukunde Debung, which was uh, sets that's of the two. world's leading top DJs. <laughs> Uh, yeah, DJ's like DJ Tiesto, DJ Tiesto, Paul Van Dyke, uh, Carl Cox, Armin Van Buren. I've been to his stores before and bought his ties. DJ Rush, DJ Hell, West Bam, Drum Connection, Miss D Jack. There's a lot of D's in here. Marusha and Chris Liebling. Oh, Chris Liebling. Yeah, little Chrissy's down there uh, spinning the discs, man. The wheels of steel, the ones and twos. Yes. During this time, all the trucks, usually about 40 trucks, were connected to each other, and they're set in this big line, and they're all the way to that Statue of Victory where the turntables are. And um, this is just one of those spots where a DJ has a chance to play in front of a crowd of about a million people. And as we know from our Paris Hilton episode, that's hot. I was going to just say, hey, wasn't Paris Hilton the quote-unquote, big quote-unquote here, biggest DJ ever, the highest paid, something stupid. She didn't... is the highest paid DJ ever, and I believe she did do a love parade. I really think that's correct. You listen to our Paris Hilton episode, people. Tell me if I'm wrong. All right. That was it. That was, uh, was that was that Jason's first episode? I believe that's correct. That's a Jason. That's a Jason. So. That was the first Jason. Starts at Paris Hilton. And then there was that Always. one episode the three of us did. Poor Brian. I haven't even gone back. Yeah, try to edit those. I'd block it out of my mind. Poor Brian. (laughs) 
Well, uh, as with any good gathering, there's the million people. It's going to be a couple troublemakers. So uh, the parade was quite peaceful for an event of its size, seeing very few arrests. But uh, there's a lot of times there's dehydration or hypothermia and stuff like that. So those weren't arrests, but those were like issues why is that in there that's weird in 2000 after the parade uh, a girl under the influence of ecstasy was run over by an s-ban which is like their train system like a subway uh, after she had been leaning on the door too hard so leaning on the door train's moving falls open then she gets run over by the train ew i feel like if you get you don't get run over by a train you either get hit by a train which is more like a baseball bat hitting a ball that's made out of a a, a balloon filled with red food coloring (laughs) you didn't get either hit a cantaloupe just yeah get hit by a train but i I feel like when you use the term run over like the wheels go over you a train wheels they don't go they go through you you get chopped through half by a train (laughs) oh god you don't get run over by a train you get you get sliced in two by a train. I got run over you know, by a car. I didn't get. I. <laughs> yes, I'm did. speaking from a position of knowledge here. I have experience. <laughs> you got me topped. <laughs> All right. So some chick gets smushed by a train. A uh, few people oh. get arrested. I'm sure there's a ton of drug stuff going on, but it's probably mostly ecstasy, which is, you know, it'll make you do stupid stuff, but it ain't gonna. Can you overdose on ecstasy, Brian? Do you know? Can you, I mean? Oh yeah. Can you? Oh yeah. And die? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. All right. Well, I mean, like we'll get there. Well, we don't get there, but we'll get. I there. mean, like the weeds. You can't if you do way too many weeds, weed food or weed smoke or whatever. You're, right. You're, I don't think you can. I don't think you can die from it. They say you can't overdose on the weed. Really, and die. <laughs> Sorry, Michelle. What? No, you can't. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. I mean, <laughs> it can mess mess you up bad, but you can die from ecstasy. Carbonated huh? beer. Jeez. Uh, that's what I understand, man. I think your heart will stop or go way too fast and then stop. So. Okay. Well, I won't. I don't even know. I wouldn't even know. I don't, where I don't know. To find yeah, it. I don't. I don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I don't even know. Sure. Live in a college town. I'm sure it's around somewhere. Um. Well, like living in a college town, 2008, charges are pressed for six robberies, three sexually related offenses, and 40 thefts. I mean, it's a festival, right? 23 attendees were caught with drugs. 49 were charged with bodily harm. There were 177 parade visitors provisionally arrested by the police. Arrests were usually related to drugs, like you're talking about, and uh, most crimes and other incidents featured people passing out. Oh, that's what that deal is with the dehydration and the uh, hypothermia. Got it. That got bumped down. So that's why most people are passing out. Um, yeah, it doesn't sound that here. bad. No, 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 no. Things are going good, man. It's a good time. It's a good party. Everybody's happy. July 24th, 2010, a crowd disaster happens at the 2010 Love Parade Festival in Duisburg, North Rhine-Westphalia, Germany, causing the death of 21 people. What? Yeah, in 2010, the festival, which had previously been a parade through Berlin, like we're talking about, um, was staged on the grounds of this former freight station, like a train yard, basically. And the area held a maximum of about 250,000 people, according to surveys and stuff. 
And uh, the average turnout in previous years would have suggested a number closer to a million is what you should have been looking for, but uh, that is not what they booked for. And um, when we come back from our break, we're going to talk about what it's like to be at the 2010 Love Parade Festival. Check, mic check. <laughs> you can't do that after I say mic we're back. Check one, two, three. Yes, I can. I'm doing it right. No, <laughs> I got up. I I had to, I had to get a little drinky poo over there, and then I sat back down. I put my headphones on. I just got to do a little mic check. Hey, make sure on, checking the mic. We're honest with the audience. Our listeners are not. They're not our. They're not listeners. There are. There are family. There are people. They're in the room here with us, so they got to experience the entire shoop. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, whole shoop. Uh, okay. Well, hey, if we're all friends and we're all family here, do you, you want to go to a concert with me? You want to go check out the 2010 Love Fest? Yeah, absolutely I do. I need a little time machine. Awesome. I'm not wearing a mask. Uh, no, you don't have to. It's 2010. Nobody knows. Well, you said some people so. were wearing masks. I don't want to wear a mask. I think they were wearing like Halloween masks, like masks like that. Like a mat with yet like a, a masquerade mask with a big nose. Ooh, yes, you could have a masquerade mask. You could have like a Friday the Thirteenth mask. You probably have a couple Juggalo masks. Whoop whoop. So you got like an, a lot of anonymous sex happening. I think that does happen at these things, man. Yeah. Huh. To be German, who knew? Huh. Let's go to this concert right now. Okay. All right. Look, it is a B E A beautiful Saturday morning in the city of Duisburg, Germany. Population four hundred and ninety thousand people. And they got a and million and they're and they're and they pumped that number up to plus one and a half million people. <laughs> yeah, they have three that three times that many about to descend upon their city this this fine day. Yeah. Okay. All right. We got up early. It's 8 o'clock in the morning. The skies are blue, Mr. Blue Skies. It's 75 degrees outside, 24 degrees Celsius for the rest of the world. They've got 16 floats traveling around the former railway freight yard party ground central for us. Uh, there's hours and hours. It's all just part of the fun. People hanging out on the floats, just driving around, uh, getting ready for, for a good show. 9 o'clock rolls around. Crowd's beginning to swell up. Getting pumped up for the many reading like world-renowned DJs and all the musicians performing at the festival. There is a security force. They got about four thousand police. They're called in to patrol the big party. That's a lot. Many That's a lot. That's a somebody call- four thousand for a two uh, like a million five people. You think? Well, they didn't just call the Hell's Angels and get a couple of bike chains out there, man. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Touche, as I've been saying lately. Touche. It's that's for that versus the French version of touche. All right. What, what do you mean touche? Who says that? Uh, again, it's the American version. I don't like saying the French version of touche. Like, oh, you got me. Well, what do you? Because you're right. That's a lot of people. Uh, that is a lot of people. And they're not hell's angels. But I mean, four thousand people. I, 
if, if they got guns, maybe they're going to be helpful. At least there's... I don't know if they do. They're Germans. I don't know. You know, when I said that, I, that's what I thought to myself, too. I don't know if they do have guns. I don't know if... Like, it doesn't come up. They got a whistle and, like, a billy club. <laughs> they just run after people that are doing bad things, blowing their whistle and, like, with their billy club up in their right hand. Yeah. Or is that the Here, English? Here, take this wooden English. dummy gun. That is the English. The English don't carry guns. Except for like their fancy SWAT team guys, I think do. Yeah, yeah. All right. So we got four thousand <laughs> cops. One we got cops one there. point um, one point four million, one point five million crazy Germans on ecstasy, wearing masks. We're getting there. With big noses. Um, Tripping balls. Yeah. Just yep, having yep, anonymous anonymous sex. Right. Yeah. Okay. The co- the cops are hanging out on the path from the train station to the festival grounds, so they're not even in the festival. They're hanging out on the path to the festival. Um, it's 10 o'clock right now. You got 1400 volunteers coming in about 59, 60 emergency doctors show up. They're on hand to take care of any medical attention. If somebody ODs or get one of those dehydration hypothermia cases. We got people to take care of them medically. Got some Gatorade, got some doctors. They've put some go. thought into this. Let's give them a little, a little credit, bit. a little credit here. There you go. Okay. Ambulance sirens are heard every once in a while because, you know, I mean, it's still a big festival with a million people. So. Part of that just might be the music, though. <laughs> woo, 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 woo. You're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, shit, I'm sorry. You know. I didn't translate for the European. You're right. I don't know what the sounds are. It's... People begin crossing over the train tracks once it's announced that the main station's going to be closing soon. They're like, oh, shit, I don't, I, we better get over to the festival. We're gonna, you know, get out of this train station. People started getting twitchy. I don't know if you feel it. We're here in the Wayback Machine. I'm feeling a little uneasy. You feel it? What do you mean they're getting twitchy? Let's get twitchy, man. Get twitchy. Like dr- it's about uh, ten fifty. Twitchy or just? Well, I, I, you know, when you're at the bar and you get that sense, you're like, oh man, it feels like it might pop off in here, man. I mean, you know, you can almost smell the testosterone. You're just like, eh. It's too many dudes in here. It's really hot. I don't know, man. So, so I feel like something's gonna go on. So this festival is a sausage fest. Is the way they say it? It's, they don't say it's a sausage fest. They just say people are getting uneasy. Like there's a there's a sense in the air. It's just like, because eh. you got to remember, these people aren't in the festival yet. Let me let me get to the setup here in a second. Here, um, let's see. It's 10.50. The area is closed off due to overcrowding because there's these people trying to get in this. Well, okay, I'll get there in a second. There's an estimated half million people waiting outside of this entry point. This is what I'm talking about here. This will make more sense now. There's a 260-yard-long tunnel, 240 meters for the rest of the world. It's located on Carl Lynn Street and extends from the east, and it goes through a series of underpasses from the west. That's the only ramp that served as an entrance or exit point for the entire festival area. I mean, there's a little small ramp between the uh, westerly underpasses, but nobody is really using that. So this whole festival with mill and a half people has a 260-yard-long tunnel. That is the only entrance or exit. So one way in, one way out. Correct. And it's a gauntlet. That is also correct. Okay. All right. Uh, in an effort to relieve overcrowding, police at the entrance broke out on the loudspeakers and they begin instructing people, turn back, yeah, go back. Uh, God, I can't even do German anymore. 
Nah, I can't even do it. Uh, go back. People in the crowd are unable to see that the area behind the tunnel is closed off. So the police are alerting people a potential threat due to overcrowding. And as people do, they ignore the police. And they, the police are like, leave the area. And they're like, whatever, cop, nerd, not leaving. Instead, they continued to try to get into the festival going through the tunnel. Well, the, the, what the cops are telling these these ticket holders, they're like, go away? Yeah, they're like, turn back, man. There's way too many people here. Let's, you know, let's disperse and come back a little bit later. Well, I wouldn't leave. I got it. I want to go. I bought it. I got a ticket and I want to go there now. Well, I, you, I guess you can because now it's 11 o'clock. In the morning or it's night? time for the festival to open in, in the morning. Okay, it's early. Okay. Dude, right. So everybody's there now trying to get into the festival mm-hmm. a bottleneck forms in the tunnel as people continue pushing forward simultaneously other people are attempting to move in the opposite direction and return to the train station before it closes because they're like well the cops are kicking us out let's at least go home maybe a couple hours come back tonight the air's getting thin a little bit of panic is creeping in as some people try to escape but there's nowhere to go man they're like like cattle in a pen you know you ever seen bunch of cattle in a pen? They all start well, uh, shaking around, and then they start like sort of bumping into each other, and it's it's sort of going that way, man. Like a little no stampede action. Dun 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 No spoilers, bro. No spoilers. Now. Ride. Keep in mind, keep in mind, these people are drunk or on drugs. They might be on Molly, Kang, Zoomers, Horse, Ice, Herb, Dots, Morph, Tango, Cody, Kickers, Pink Lady, Tabs, Smarty, Kodos, Beans, Handlebars. You never know. (laughs) Handlebars? Two of those were Simpsons characters. I'll just let that go. Cody? Anyway... Everybody's tripping, rolling, and probably severely dehydrated, as we talked about earlier. The situation intensifies. People begin struggling against one another in that tunnel, uh, causing a lot of people to be knocked to the ground as they're trying to escape the confusion. 11.15 rolls around. 15 people are reported to have injured themselves, and they tried jumping over the barrier at one end of the tunnel, trying to escape the stampede that's starting. Their injuries mainly included spinal damage. Oh, oh, oh mainly included. <laughs> that's pretty bad. Well, they jump from an overpass, man, on the outside of a tunnel. They're like, oh, God, we're going to die. And, uh, dude, despite being told that the tunnel's only exit was barred off, one which would have otherwise led to the parade area encircling the whole festival, people continued pushing on into the confined space of the tunnel from the rear. They're like, hey, we got to go get to the concert. So, I mean, there's a group of people at both ends of this tunnel trying to get through the opposite way. Correct. Yes. Other people at the per, the festival grounds are like, there's too many people. They're sending us back. And so, and so you factor you're, in. You're in a concrete tube. Yeah, you factor in drugs and alcohol and fear and oh, dude. just crazy people. Okay. All right. And people are getting hurt, you, you said. Uh, yep. Continued pushing, confined space, tunnel from the rear. The fatalities occurred when the ramp between the tunnel underpasses and the festival area overcrowding... Uh, was so much that there was a crush. Oh, wh- what? There was some debate as to how the deaths occurred. Some reports suggested they were caused by people falling off the staircase as they tried to escape the tunnel. 
Um, let's jump up to 12 o'clock noon. The tunnel slowly begins to empty. Medics can get in. They attempt to resuscitate those who have been uh, caught underneath the stampede. At least 10 people were found dead. A further 10 people were successfully revived. People already inside the festival had no idea what was going on outside the festival. They continued to dance and party. So do you think when they finally got the the people cleared and there were some people on the on the ground that needed medical attention, the music's still going on, right? Do you think yes. when they were trying to resuscitate some of those people that were hurt, they were using the beat from the music to help, you know, the chest chest compressions? I feel like that would be way too fast. A little fast. Maybe that's why they all died. Yeah, apparently you really are supposed to do to the beat of staying alive. Staying alive. Staying alive. Staying alive. You can't tell by the way I love my walk. I'm another man. No time to tell. I don't know that that part's helpful. I don't. All right. That's a that's an office episode, by the way. Did you know that? Also, I didn't, oh, but is, also yeah. not helpful. Uh, 12.10, some people inside the festival start getting text messages from their friends outside the festival, alerting them to the stampede that's going on. Oh, so festival goers make the panic spread further and faster via text. <laughs> Wait, there's a stampede coming for us? Ah! Run! <laughs> that's the worst thing you can... No, don't do that. Actually, stick around. There's a section at the end we're going to talk about uh we'll get there festival goers are uh asked to leave the area and but the music keeps playing on so they're kind of sending mixed messages well they just had a stampede because they tried to get people to leave maybe they try to get people to stay that actually comes up in a second you're actually you're right on top of this okay so uh one o'clock the festival grounds slowly empty as emergency exits are opened around 120 buses originally intended to carry people after the festival are called in early to begin getting people now and getting out of the festival reports trickle out saying that the number of injured was in the hundreds and that at least 15 had been killed that sounds accurate i mean that's what you, you said right yes yeah. Police chose not to close down the event, fearing that doing so could potentially spark another stampede, just like you were saying. Uh, The nearby motorway, A59, which is closed during the whole Love Parade, now functioned as an access route for emergency vehicles and ambulances. And finally, at 8 o'clock, State Interior Minister Ralph Vegna gives a press conference describing his shock uh, that lives had been lost at the festival Duisburg Mayor Adolf Strausland calls the event, quote, one of the biggest tragedies the city has ever experienced. And 11 o'clock, the number of victims rises to 18, 16 of whom died at the scene of the stampede, and the other two died in the hospital. Yeah, that's bad. Autopsies showed that all the fatalities were due to crushed rib cages. Well, that is a stampede. Ugh. A 2012 scientific analysis of causes of disaster dismissed the earlier descriptions of the incident as stampede or crowd panic, instead found evidence of a phenomenon called crowd turbulence. A crowd of people trying to get into such an event will queue up until they've moved closer and closer together, creating particularly tight compression at the front of the queue. That is crowd turbulence. So they were being crushed while they were standing upright. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. I, I can see that. I've been in that situation. I mean, not at a... Oh, for sure. Not at a techno concert, 
but you know, like at another concert where you're everybody's trying to go toward the stage, and oh yeah, as everybody's pushing, the person at the front of the line, he's getting the hardest, the most compression. Yeah, we used to go to uh, like ska and punk concerts and stuff like that, and every once in a while, you end up in a sea of people right by the front. And I thought it was fun at the time. You just pick your feet up. And you're like, look, <laughs> you're, like, you're still in the same position. You're like, I can't go nowhere. It's like the Gravitron. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know I was dying. Did not occur to me. <laughs> Do you remember? I do. Okay, sidebar. Everybody. Sidebar. Sit back, relax, and listen to a story of old. So it was back in the day. We were at St. Robert's. and Grade school. What? Yeah, our grade school. We were probably in fifth fifth or sixth grade and there was this 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 thing everybody was doing to one one another called a wolf cookie do you remember the wolf cookies oh yeah <laughs> so afraid so so just explain if no if, if someone doesn't know what a wolf cookie is we are all sent down to a, like another classroom to work on a project in groups or something and if there's one thing you don't want to let a bunch of fifth or sixth graders do is be unsupervised <laughs> by an adult for any amount of time so there we are. We're all a bunch of idiot boys in a room, and somebody says, "Hey, you want to do a wolf cookie?" I'm like, yeah, absolutely, I do. What's a wolf cookie? A loop. That's who it was. Oh, you know, it was probably he's definitely probably him and him and Jeff. Yeah, whatever. So, uh, but a wolf cookie is you stand up against the wall, back back to the wall, then you kind of bend over so you kind of at, at the waist, um, keeping your your legs straight, so you're just kind of doubled over. Locked. With your Locked. with your yep. with your arms in a cross pattern across your chest, like you're getting ready for an impact or something on a plane. I don't know, but you bend over and then you try to hyperventilate yourself. You know, breathe in and out deeply, heavily, fast for one minute, and then when you stand up and your arms are crossed across your chest, you've already hyperventilated yourself, so you're already kind of dizzy. Then about three of your friends push on your arms on your chest and. See, and you black out, and this is fun. <laughs> and then that might explain a lot. It's so stupid about both of our lives. So, so stupid. But I don't. You know, the only person I don't blame is the person that did it first, because you didn't know. They didn't know. But after you see the first idiot do it, all the other idiots should have said, "Yeah, I'm not doing that." <laughs> but I don't want to do. We that. all did it. We did. I want to do it. It looks like fun. Give me a wolf cookie. So all these people that died at the festival were basically getting killed of wolf cookies. Oh, dude. Speaking of which, in total. Should have been on their autopsy. Wolf. Cause of death. Wolf cookie. Wolf cookie. In total, 21 people died. 13 women. 8 men between the ages of 18 and 38. 14 of the fatalities were reported to be German. 7 men. 7 women. Among the seven casualties of other nationalities were two Spanish women, aged 21, 22, a 38-year-old Chinese woman living in Germany, 22-year-old man from the Netherlands, 21-year-old lady from Italy, 21-year-old woman from Bosnia, Herzegovina, 27-year-old woman from Australia, and uh, 15 of those people died at the festival. Six others died in the hospital. That's a lot of that's a lot of death. And that was all. Was that all from the same? tunnel situation there wasn't like those weren't other nope. deaths that just randomly happened you know no nope right. that was the middle of the accordion man just mm. bosnia Ugh. bosnia herzegovina oh no, thank herzegovina. you 
Herzegovina. Is that still a state? Is that still a thing? Did they rename it something? Bosnia Herzegovina. Uh, I I don't know, man. I think it's the same. Mm. I I will claim ignorance on. What this do you one. think their best Olympic event was? I think it was the marathon. You really think so? I really believe. I feel like the their female marathon runner was like something special from Bosnia. If I'm, I, I think I'm if wrong. If anybody looks that up, they gonna have the Olympics this year, dude. If no, I think they no, they got rid of that crap. Nobody really watched it anyways. Um, I love watching the Olympics, man. If anybody can look up what the 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 strong sport that the Bosnians have, um, and can can corroborate what Brian said with their women, I'll even give them any woman running anything. Um, um. Hey, we have prizes nowadays. We have keychains we can send. No, people. no, 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 no. We're not giving anybody oh, a prize okay. for this. I'll give you a prize. <laughs> I'm gonna give I'm, oh, okay. <laughs> Brian. I'm gonna send you a keychain. All right. If Brian's yeah, right. right about this, Brian gets a prize from Ben. Non sexually. Help me out, people. Non sexual prize. Help me out. Six feet. It's <laughs> like like 60, 60 miles. All right. So we got all these dead people. Speaking of seeing people and seeing all the dead people, we got a quote from an eyewitness police officer. He says, quote, the atmosphere was explosive. Many uh, in the crowd seemed to be intoxicated. When the people started falling from the stairs and pulling others with them, it just became chaotic. Uh, they just couldn't be stopped. It was a living hell. That's a stampede for you. Quote from an eyewitness woman trapped in the tunnel stampede. Quote, I will never forget the sight. There were all these twisted up bodies of those who'd been crushed. They were lying there at the tunnel. Their faces had all turned blue. Well, if their faces are blue, they probably were. What would you call it? Were they suffocated? Yeah, they stood up and they just got pushed in. Yeah. That crowd crush thing. Uh, anyway, here, uh, Bruce Cullen of Parker, Colorado, and the founder of Trance Elements, a love parade artist and performer, on float number seven, the Ship of Fools, said that he and other performers were concerned backstage before the event uh, that there would be problems. He says, quote, we all said it seemed like this is not going to work. These guys didn't have this planned out right. They didn't have enough police at the entrances at that tunnel. I'm just really upset because people died. Everybody was there to have fun. Armchair quarterback, whatever, man. I told them it wasn't going to work. Yeah. Maybe uh, stop playing the music. Uh, I, I don't know what they were listening to me. Uh. They didn't listen to safety experts either. Safety experts and fire service investigators had previously warned that the site was not suitable for the number of expected to attend. So don't give a spot with a quarter mil people when you're going to have one and a half million people show up. A preliminary investigation by the Ministry of the Interior placed heavy blame on the organizers and around a guy named Rainier Schaller. He's like the main organizer of this one. Did anybody get get a little prison time? Did he get any trouble? This one is honest. We'll get there. Okay. Uh, Schowler is in turn. He claims that the errors by the police in controlling the stream of visitors that they led to the accident. Don't blame it on the cops. The German police and the state's attorney, Staatsanwaltschaft, opened a criminal investigation. In 2016, a Duisburg court rejected the case, stating that the prosecutors had failed to, quote, establish proof for the acts of negligence that defendants have been charged with and for their causality. So central to the court's concerns were numerous flaws that the reports by Professor Keith Still, a British crowd safety expert from Manchester Metropolitan University, which formed the basis of the charges. Metro- now, Metropolitan University? 
that sounds that yeah, sounds like Metropolis a, was super. That definitely sounds fake. That's that is a little too Superman-y, a little too DC on that one. Manchester, England, England, across the Atlantic Sea. Um, just genius, genius. Anyway, so this expert from uh, Manchester Metropolis university superman university they didn't really trust him real well the report initially had a version from 2011 was described as quote sloppily written and full of errors the judge subjected it to more than 70 follow-up questions over the next few uh, revisions eventually called it quote unsuitable due to professor Stills' serious violation of the basic duties as an expert witness that guy was trying to mail it in wasn't he yeah, he was. He's like, what? 21 people died? This is a slam dunk. I got it. And they're like, well, we have a follow-up question. He's all, oh, dang. <laughs> oh, dang. Dang. I didn't expect a follow-up question. Who were the uh, uh, the lawyers, the prosecuting attorneys in the O.J. Simpson case? Like that guy. <laughs> Kardashian. No, no he was kidding. the one that. Yeah, he was on the defense. defense. Yeah. No, it was that curly, bushy-haired yeah, lady, was it? wasn't it? She's in politics now right i don't know man that was such a long time ago isn't that crazy that happened with judith something yeah time yeah Yeah, man i'm freaking out i don't want to die and not exist it's really weird every year it makes it worse and worse but uh anyway (laughs) what did you just say Moving on. All right. Now, Continue. none of the involved organizations or officials took the blame for the disaster. Instead, they issued several statements accusing one another of responsibility. Who's going to stand up and go, nope, my fault, my bad. <laughs> Absolutely no one here, no one. that's for sure. No one's doing that. Organizer Rain Schaller, he, uh, he accuses the police of mistakes. The interior minister of Westphalia, he rejects this and... Uh, he assigns all the blame back to Schaller. Several hundred people rallied at Dusselberg City Hall. They demand the resignation of the mayor, Adolf Sauerland. The protesters claim that Sauerland had been aware of substandard security provisions for the festival, but pushed his, his administration to approve the plans anyways. And so, according to local trade union members, all part of the urban administration of Duisburg, they've been threatened. Like sanitation workers, call center people, and stuff like that are threatened, like to not show up to this thing. So traffic wardens weren't set out at uh, because of safety and security concerns. So apparently, from the beginning, this this guy Sauterland, he admitted to deceiving the public about the expected number of visitors at the event and the several million people he'd been referring to prior to the buildup to the parade. He's like, ah, these are just pushed numbers for media attention. I didn't really think a million and a half people were going to show up. So I'm just kind of reading between the lines. I could be wrong here. but <laughs> I don't think you there, are because I think I saw what you there's saw. There's a promoter that knows he's got a big party to throw. He's going to make a lot of money. Yes. He comes into town. He says, hey, this little town of 400,000, I'm going to triple the size of your town for a week. I mean, all the time it takes to set up, have the show, tear it down. You got all these people in here. And the mayor is like, oh, wow, look at that. We can make a lot of money here. And he talks to all of his business partners in town, you know, the stores, the hotels, the restaurants, the people that bring the porta potties, all the police get overtime, all paid for. Probably get one weekend festival, can pay for their entire budget for the year. And he's like, this is, yeah, we just got it. Everybody, let's just get get her done. Just get it done. Don't don't worry about it. Just do it. And there were probably <laughs> a few people out there that were looking at it thinking, this is a bad idea. 
But the mayor and the powers that be, including all the local shops and business owners and anybody that stood to make a dime from it, said, let's just try to do this. Let's just get it done. And then it went south. And then all like those people, stuck. every one of those, uh, every one of those people that were culpable, all of them on their own, were still all to blame. Then just turned on each other and pointed. For, nope, that guy's fault. Nope, that guy's fault. And actually, they're, it's all their faults, man. It's they were all being. Oh yeah, man. They were all being greedy. You know, they were all. Well, being I'll get greedy. you to the official blame. I will get you to the official blame. Uh, but first. The organizers and the administration are still tossing around like the finger pointing. They claim that 1.4 million visitors on the day of the disaster occurred, but it turned out that the festival area, the under not including the ramp, tunnel, underpass, crowded streets, and all that stuff, uh, which was approved for 250,000 people, that paperwork was apparently not filed in time um, due to threats on his life of the mayor. Sauterland was under police protection, and he couldn't get the paperwork turned in. So there's conspiracy to boot. Dude, I think there might be some uh, larger criminal elements here now that I'm reading through it for like a third time. What do you so, mean? This guy, uh, what, it just like, all of a sudden, there are a bunch of city officials being threatened about the love parade. Like, like being threatened if you try to try to stop us from doing this, you're going to like bodily harm or something? No, I feel like it was more like if you stick them out there at the old mm. railway station because we want to have our parades in town and not have all these people shitting in our fucking city. And so I think they sort of stuck them out in that rural valley area. And like then all of a sudden they were like, nah, we got our permits going. We're going to do it like normal. And they're like, the hell you are. You send out your city workers. We're going to shoot the tires out on those trucks and don't be sending out safety traffic people because we'll go after them too. So I don't know. I feel like there's some larger business illegal business interest sort of behind the scenes trying to stop this love parade trying to stop the love it's man. a love parade it couldn't be any better than the love parade it's got the word love in it it's the love parade exciting and new. so are you are is did, who did somebody parade. get strung up on this one and get in trouble well, this guy's Sourland, February 12, 2012. Uh, he's removed from office through a recall election. December 8, 2017, we jump a half a decade. The trial starts in Dusseldorf after many years of investigation and 183 main trial days. Criminal proceedings are discontinued May 2020, just last year. This card's upside down. The court found that the uh, area was not suitable for the Love Parade 2010 anyway. None of the 10 defendants were sentenced. What's his name? Rain Schaller, the guy who started it all, uh, or was running it that year for 2010. He states there would never again be another Love Parade out of respect for those who lost their lives. And speaking of Rain Schaller, we have a quote from Rain Schaller himself. Mm. Quote, the Love Parade has always been a joyful and peaceful party, but in future would always be overshadowed by yesterday's events. Yeah. And that's the Love Parade, everybody. Yeah, that's... One of my last thoughts is, so what year this happened? 2010? 2010. And in 2020, they were still trying to put a bookend on it? Like on the... Oh, dude, they were still in court and stuff. Yeah, man, working through does, it all. Does, is there any part of that, that that makes you mad that it takes that long to find any answers, any closure, any justice? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude. Ugh. It's upsetting. It, it, it's frustrating. It's just... 
Because it's not just for that, because I don't really give two shits about that, all that crap. <laughs> but anything in general, when you're trying to find a little bit of justice, it takes so much time. Because at the end, I bet there were people that were being you know, accused of things that ended up dying before they ever had to face the jury. Oh, yeah. God. True. Yeah. You know that's happened. Yeah. yeah. The love parade. The love. Hey, I got uh, I got ten tips for surviving crowd crush. Do you want Do you want to know ten tips for how to survive a crowd crush? Brian, I don't, I, I don't really want to know it. I was gonna ask you. Hey, do you have ten tips that we could use to survive crowd crush? I do. This works out really well. Can we well. do this in the in the format of David Letterman? Can we get Paul and the band to play a little song while you're doing it? You get the drum Something, the drum roll going the whole time. Man, I don't, I don't have any of that. I, geez, I feel like unprepared now. I should have added all. Right, top all. ten. But, Here we go. Uh, top ten tips for surviving crowd crush. Number ten. Actually, it's not. It's in reverse order. Okay, so number ten. Keep your eyes open. Okay. You want to be aware and watching what's going on. Yep. Number ten. Okay. Be, be, Num- number nine. Leave while you can. If you see it's starting to build up and how I was saying it's getting twitchy, get away from the crowds. Leave while you can. Okay, keep your eyes open. Good. And and don't number, no, right, leave when you can. All right. Number eight, remain upright. That is key. Make sure you stand vertical. Don't be all hunching over and don't be sitting on for God's sake, do not sit on the ground, tie your shoe. You remain upright. These hippies didn't have shoes. What that's true. Don't wear shoes, guys. Pro tip from Ben right there. <laughs> Trying to help the hippies. That's right. Number seven, save your breath. So just don't be hyperventilating. Don't get excited. No wolf cookies. Don't, don't, no wolf cookies for sure. Don't be dancing too hard either. So, and speaking of dancing, number, uh, number what? Six, keep your arms at chest level. Do not be keeping your arms down, like just standing there with your hands in your pockets. You keep your hands up, chest level. Make sure you got, so you can block and It's stuff. called boxing out. You got to box out. Like, you know, like you're trying to go for the basketball after the shot. He's Box demonstrating right I now. Am. You guys can't see it, and neither can I. And you I, know I, I am. I his voice. out. Yeah. <laughs> Catch one of your kids with a stray elbow. Ah, dad. <laughs> Bill Ambeer style. <laughs> Number four, go with the flow. So don't push. If they're pushing you, you go in that direction. Don't push back. You're not a tough guy. You're not, I'll stop it. You're not, no, you're not. You're not going to stop half a mil people. Just go with the flow. Go with the flow. Okay. Number three. While going with the flow, move away from barriers. You don't want to be pinned up against the wall or up against the parking pylon or anything like that. You want to move away from the barriers, sort of be like water, flow into uh, a, a safe space away. Don't get crushed into a, a an abutment. Correct. Uh, what are we at? Number eight. No. Number three. <laughs> Uh, I'm going the I'm going the opposite way. I had started to get one, so I'm doing this is all mental. Understand the signs of density. So again, while you're watching and keeping note, when there's a lot of people starting to sort of clog up and congregate in places and sort of back up. Hey, as as Marty McFly's dad once said, once said, "You are my density." Yes, Dense. density, density. Number two. Uh, in case of panic, now, do you know what a panic is? Uh, when people freak out? I mean, yeah, I guess. I know. No, no. A panic is a specific situation in which a crowd rushes in the same direction to escape a real or suspected danger. 
So you have to watch out for a case of panic. Now, what you do is you evaluate the situation and calmly move to safety while staying as far as possible from the crowd. Um, so a, a panic is just a stampede. Well, yeah, the beginnings. Yeah, of, absolutely. Yeah, okay. Got to watch that. And the number one tip: help each other. Jeez. And that has been ten tips for surviving crowd crush. I I uh I want to add one from personal experience. Eleven tips for <laughs> surviving crowd crush. Uh, it's actually just a one a, a one item list here. It's just one bullet point. Jump behind the bar, pour a beer for you and your buddy. Sit down and hide. That's my, oh, that's that's, that's mine. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I feel like you've done this yeah, more than once. <laughs> there you go. More than once, there were there would be fights that would break out at the bar. You know, a bunch of drunk idiots, guys, usually young men. There's a woman involved, inevitably. Just of course. Just when that happens, don't try to help. Don't try to get in the way. Don't try to make a point. When everything, when the shit starts at the fan, jump behind the bar, grab a glass, pour a beer, sit down, drink your beer, let everybody else get out of the way. I mean. That's all right. I think that all really all those other 10 ones, they're pretty good. They're, those are great pieces of advice. But that right there, I've used uh, many times. It's worked every time. <laughs> Weren't you at celebrations doing that one time when there's a big fight? Rubes, celebrations. Rubes, um, sure. Um, 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 oh, what was the one there in Windmill Point? McKellar's. Uh, we talked about McKellar's. that last time. McKellar's, McKellar's yeah. yeah. Well, I've done it yep. more than once. Just, I mean, while everything's everything's going awry, it's getting crazy. Nobody's watching the beer taps, and nobody's when the fight's <laughs> happening. Everybody's out in the main area. They're not going between the bar and the wall. I mean, they're just just pour a beer, sit down, relax, have a beer, let the cops sort it out. They're not coming behind the bar. They're going to where the crowd's at. So there you go. That is true. They do not care about you as much as you think they do. That's words from the wise. So I don't. I don't think I had anything to contribute knowledge-wise on this episode. I have never heard. Yeah, that's the next question is, is what do you think of the 2010 Love Parade Festival? I've n- never, ever heard of that. How did you hear about it? Well, it's a German techno parade because I'm a music history nerd and I research a lot of shit. I Googled so. something and it came up, but. I never heard of it. I mean, things. a lot of things we do. I've never heard a lot about them. I've heard something about it. I have never heard anything about this thing. I mean, the only well, you knew it was a techno festival. I've I mean. heard of. I've heard of. I know there's techno festivals on on the earth. I think I can picture that one gold statue of the lady, the tall lady thing, which had very little, very got. little to do with this. But hey, no, that's good. <laughs> that that's fun. It's a symbol of the story, man. Or the parade, now, I yeah. will say that when these. These 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 techno concerts, the concerts and some of the raves they have and all the night the night they don't they don't stop at two in the morning you know in the beer no they go through until morning I mean daylight time to go oh, get an yeah. omelet sort of thing and uh, it 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 is amazing to me I mean how many people they draw to, there's a big one in Detroit that some friends of mine have gone to some people I know um, and it's huge it's just enormous. I I don't feel like I'm rubbing elbows every day on a day to day basis with people that are that into techno, but they're out there and they're they're kind of like Rush fans. They don't admit anything until a Rush concert comes into town, and then there's all of a sudden sixty thousand people at the Palace, 
you know, screaming, uh, Bitor and the Snow Dog. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're able to, uh, empathize with our, with our people today. Yeah, man. I would never think that that many, like, I don't even want I, music fans. I don't want to, I don't know. It's just it, the trance and the trance and the gabber and the hardcore and the whole thing. I just, like you said, is it all that different? I mean, is that why there's so many people? Because it is all that different. And so it draws all these subgenres. or I, I don't, is it because it's very much the same? They're all like, Oh, we like it all. Call it what you want. I don't know. I'm confused by a million and a half people showing up for, oot, oot, in, oot, oot, for hours and yeah, hours. In man, Germany. I don't get it. Okay, that's true too. I'm not German. I mean, I am German, but I'm not German German. I'm German heritage, but yeah. Okay. I guess what you have in Germany though, when you say Germany compared to all the other surrounding Germany. countries, they're they're just size-wise, they're more like the United States, you know, where you say Germany and you mean Ohio, you say England, you mean <laughs> Michigan, you say Spain and that's more like Tennessee. You know, I mean, they're the 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 countries over there aren't as big as say America oh, right. um the United States but and so when they have a big party heading up in Ohio everybody gets on the bus and on the train from Florida shoots up there you know from wherever Belgium is Belgium a country yeah Belgium's a country yes and, you Belgium know it's not that hard it. to get from one of those countries to another especially back then today covid whatever but then yeah easy party in germany going to germany get your passport let's go that sounds kind of badass to be honest with you but there you yeah. go huh? well because we're talking about partying in germany it's time for some feedback ah oh, my earballs. are you ready for some feedback yeah yes <laughs> all right well you're in luck right now we've got a new segment are you ready for a new segment? oh is it yes i am Is Walter Cronkite coming on here, Brian? From the studios of CrimeAndMusic.com, it's the Erie Canal Soda Pop Report! <laughs> All right. I am not allowed to give Brian ideas when we've been drinking, but go ahead, Brian. I'd like to hear your report on the Soda Pop, the weekly report on the Soda Pop Erie Festival. Crime and feedback. We get a lot. We get a lot of comments on our Erie Canal Soda Pop festival episode on youtube like a lot and so uh so much so that we've created our own segment called the erie canal soda pop report and here we are just to talk about what the latest feedback has been on that one episode which is a fine episode <laughs> it's a great episode it's a fine episode yeah, i love it, it it causes much conversation but do you feel like it was one of our better ones worse i mean just it was right there in the meat it was right there in the median it wasn't the best, it wasn't the worst, but it seems to be the thing that everybody likes to say something about on our Facebook, website, YouTube, Twitter accounts. So People have opinions. Hey, That's for sure. I like the name. I think maybe, do you think it's a name? Soda Pop Erie? It might be the name. Music Fest? All right. What Erie Canal Soda Pop Festival. Well, Before the news, well, the right news now, music runs out, <laughs> go ahead and let us know what somebody okay. had to say about it. 
We have a Facebook comment from Dan Davis uh, about the Erie Canal Soda Pop Festival episode, and uh, he wanted to let us know that he wrote a book called the Bull Island Rock Festival. And a quote from Dan, quote, the experience I had by me and others at 1972's Erie Canal Soda Pop Festival. I was there and I just had a book published about it. So, there you Our, go. We're pimping Dan's book. Dan Davis, which is kind of an alliteration, which we love. I love alliteration. It's it's great. So, uh, great, good, grand. So, it's all So, the same. thank you, Dan. The Bull Island Rock Festival. Check it out, everybody. Dan Davis, not a sponsor. So, was that Bull right. Island Rock that was at, that, was that the Eerie Pop Music Festival's name as well? Yes. So, that's a, like a pseudonym sort of for that same thing? Yes. Okay. Woodstock on the Wabash. You know how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Well, Dan wrote a book about it. He was there. Yes, he was. Wonder if, and him and some friends. I wonder if he's so published with like Schuster or something. What do you think he's? What do you think his publishing house is? Oh shit! I had it. Um, damn. Sorry, Dan. Something book dot Google it. Oh my god. Google it. So bad. It's so bad. <laughs> <laughs> You'll find it. Dan Davis, the Bull Island Rock Festival. Damn, Dan uh, Davis. Darn it, Dan. I disappointed. Uh, anyway, re- well, what, something that won't disappoint, we got a speak pipe. Speak pipe. All right, are you ready for a speak I'm pipe? I'm always ready for a speak pipe. You know him, you love him. It's our man Skittles. I won't cuss or hit you, but I got to be straight when I say I want to fuck. Till the break of dawn, baby got it going on. A lot of simps won't like the song, because them punks like to hit it and quit it. And I'd rather stay and play. Because I'm long, and I'm strong, and I'm down to get the friction on. So ladies, yeah. Ladies, yeah. If you want to roll in my Mercedes, yeah. Then turn around, stick it out. Even white boys got to shout. Baby got got back. back. (laughs) Woo, I'll give you that one. Skittles, everybody. Because I'm long, I'm strong, I'm ready to get the friction on. Hell yeah. <laughs> you sounded good doing that. That was real good. Get with it. <laughs> All right, Skittles is still he's still I'm, is that fourth or fifth, sixth one from him? Oh, dude, yeah, he's in the half dozen. Solid. Yeah, yeah. So Skittles, that guy's the, probably a, a monthly listener. Uh, if you'd like to leave your own feedback, like Dan or Skittles. Oh, wait, I forgot. I got to do this real quick. Come in low. There you go. It's that time, everybody. If you'd like to leave your own feedback like Dan or Skittles, just go to CrimeAndMusic.com, leave us a SpeakPipe voice message, or find us on all the social medias at CrimeAndMusic. We truly love hearing from you guys. Really, it makes the whole thing worth it. Um, If you do want to do more, you can leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. That would help us out. I just want to say thanks for listening. A good review. Um, You got anything else? A good funny review. That would be the yeah. best. If, if you're to gonna leave us a review, review, it's gotta you gotta leave us a good one and give us a like a million stars. But if you wanna say something really bad about us, just email that to us or leave it in a speak pipe. Don't put that on a review. <laughs> I mean, I love the bad <laughs> stuff. That's my favorite. But you gotta leave a good review first. It's, there's a metric. Is that there, fair? That's fair. That. That's fair. I think that's fair. I don't fair. want you it's to fair. not say the bad things. I just don't want you to have it affect us negatively. <laughs> Yeah, give us five stars and be like, you guys are a bag of dicks. Yeah. I mean, a, is that too much to ask? Big, huge, 
What what, what that one Val or who who was the lady that loved me so much? <laughs> a mouthful of ball dicks. <laughs> yeah, you sound like a padded bag full of dicks in your yes. mouth. That's it, all. That was yeah, Anne. I did. That was Anne. I did, Anne. Hi, Anne. There you go. All right. Well, uh, man, if you guys want to be like Ann, like I say, reach out and let us know. Hit us up, crimeandmusic.com. And uh, like the song says, never trust a big butt and a smile. Ann is living rent-free in my head. Uh, hello again, Brian and Ben back at it with the podcast so fantastic. I apologize if the technical difficulties are drastic, but we're getting there and we enthusiastic. It wouldn't be a freestyle if I didn't remind y'all never to trust the big butt and a smile. I know that might not be well received, but you can't say you don't agree. Ha, enjoy the show and remember to breathe. Ah. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.